Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Third Eye Cyborg podcast. This is episode number three in the Python Basics series. In this episode, we're going to cover conditional statements, loops, functions, and scope in Python. A lot of interesting topics. Before we get into that, I wanted to mention that the article I'm referencing in this podcast is a complete beginner's reference guide to Python. It's an article I wrote on Medium. All of my articles, as well as my YouTube videos, my chat room, my Patreon memberships, um, and all of my other content is available on my website, thirdeyesyborg.com. Definitely go check that out. But let's go ahead and get into this. Now, we're going to start with conditional statements. Conditional statements are a way that you can test if something is true or false, logically in Python. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So conditional statements are usually created with the keyword if. Now you can also add on keywords elif or the keyword else optionally to have different functionality within your conditional statement. Now, conditional statements can also be nested within other conditional statements, as well as loops and functions. And um, they're just a really, really well-used, good tool to have in your toolbox. So it's absolutely necessary that you learn them to become a good Python programmer. And... I really recommend that you learn more about them. They usually have the keyword if followed by your condition and it usually uses some sort of comparison operator. If you don't know about your operators, you can learn about them in the article that I referenced uh, in the beginning of this by going over to my medium and clicking that article in the top, it goes over operators and you can learn all of them there. Now, you usually have a colon following that, and then you would go to your next line and block it into the code, either with four spaces or a tab, and then you would have what would happen if that condition were true. If the condition were false, then it would uh, go ahead and run Uh, continue with your code unless you had your optional elif statement in there or your optional else statement and the elif just allows you to uh, test different conditions the else statement uh, runs if all of the other conditions are false 
So you can kind of imagine that you can use that for a lot of different things. Now, if you do run conditionals, it is important to note that you can usually add in multiple conditions with the keywords and in or, and uh, you can do that in one line a lot of the times as opposed to using a lot of LF statements. Now, LF statements are really good for a number of other reasons, but I just thought I would throw that tip in there. Now, let's jump into the next topic, which is loops in Python. Now, loops you are a way that you can iterate over collections and sequences, or uh, a way that you can continuously keeping, keep something happening. So the first loop we're going to go over is a for loop. And this usually iterates over a collection or a sequence or a data type such as strings. And you can do different things within each iteration and allows you to really scale in on your code. And it gets you to achieve the results that you desire when programming. So you'll be using for loops a lot usually created with the keyword for and then you would create a variable you can name it anything you want either x or i or var or you could have it something more specific to what you're iterating through so if you're iterating through a list of people you could have it for person and peep in your list or your your collection so you would have the keyword for with the variable you created and then the keyword in in and then um, a space and the collection or data type or variable that you're iterating through and then you would go to the next line and either tab it out or four spaces so it's blocked into the code and you would have the code that would run for each iteration so you can also use else statements and for loops. Important to know. Definitely learn more about for loops though. You can nest them within other loops and within functions and if statements. So they're really necessary to Python and understanding Python. So learning them is paramount. Now, the other type of loop is a while loop. And while loops check if a condition is true and exit the code if the condition changes pretty much. And so they'll just continuously process until something happens and then the loop will end. And they're not used as much, but they are important to know about when you do need to use them. Let's go ahead and jump into functions and scope. And functions... Um, take data in through as parameters and spit the data out as results. And so functions are separated into code blocks and only execute when they're called upon by the code. So functions are created with the keyword DEF um, and they're reusable. 
So functions can call themselves and that's uh, called a recursive function. Functions within functions are referred to as nested functions. So you usually see them with the DEF keyword and then you would have a space and then the function's name and then you would you would uh, have parentheses and then a colon and in the parentheses you would have any parameters that you would have for the function and then you would have a new line after the colon and either four spaces or a tab to tab it out into the code block and then you would have uh, the code that you'd want to run when the function is called. So functions are extremely simple to use but can get extremely complicated depending on the function that you're creating or using. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And functions allow you to do a lot without writing your code over and over and over again. Um, you can put a lot into a function, but it is important to note that the variables and everything that you use within the function is considered within that function's local scope. So this kind of brings us into scope. And what scope is, is, is how accessible your variables are. And so how your code can access different variables um, depends on where you write the variables. And so if you block them into a code block into a function then those variables are only going to be accessible within that function and that's considered local scope now if you were to create the variables separately outside of any function or anything just uh, right up at the top of your code with it not being indented into anything then that would be considered global scope and what that means is that it's accessible by all of your code. And so if you were to take a variable, even if it was the same name as a variable that was in a global scope, and put it into your function, it would just take a copy of that variable. It wouldn't actually change the global variable. So that's important to note. Now, functions can have parameters and arguments and what parameters and arguments are is a parameter is what's inside the parentheses when you are defining the function and arguments are what's inside the parentheses when calling a function so when you define a function 
um, it doesn't actually run, you would have to call that function. And to call a function, you'd usually just write the function's name and put in the parentheses and any arguments that go within those parentheses because of the parameters you defined. Now you'll see parameters and arguments used a lot interchangeably within the community and just know that typically parameters are when you're defining and arguments are when you're calling. And you can assign um, your function calls to different variables and that becomes very useful. So it's important to note that you can also have parameters that represent an unlimited amount of arguments, either keyword arguments or positional arguments. And that is done with the double asterisk KWARGS, that stands for keyword args, or the single asterisk ARG that goes in the parameters inside of the parentheses when defining the function. Now you can also use return statements in functions to return values. So it's just, uh, I think, really important to know about functions and scope and kind of how they go together. Now scope goes into a lot of different other aspects of your programming, but we're going to talk about the scope of functions in this episode. Um, that kind of wraps it up for this episode. In the next episode, we're going to talk about Lambda functions and list comprehensions. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoy this, guys. So remember, you can jump on to my chat room. And that can be found on my website, thirdeyesideborg.com, um, on Slack. And you can comment or tell me how you think of the episodes or ask me questions. Give me uh your perspective of what I think, what you think that I should do in the future, um, anything like that. So I, I really want to engage with you guys. Keep tuned in.